0: All right, we were listening to Amanda Marshall, Last Exit, and uh, standing by to join us is Amanda Stern. Good morning, Amanda. Hi. (coughs) Hi. How are you? Good. Very excited. I'm going to go to your book event tonight with Lisa Edelstein, uh, featuring your book, your latest book, Little Panic. Um, Before we get into that, tell Mm -hmm. me how you became a writer, because you've written a lot of other things.
1: I have. Um, God, how did I become a writer? I guess I've, I've always been writing since I was around 10 years old. And for whatever reason, I never understood that it was something I was allowed to pursue okay. as a profession. Yeah. Um, and I ended up um, doing other things instead, but writing the entire time. Um, and at like age 27, I guess, someone had said to me, you know, you've been in all these different fields, but the one common denominator has been writing. And mm. I thought, yeah, you know what? Yeah. You're right. And so I just, I, you know, I just said, I, I, it's clearly the thing that I love and it means the most to me and I'm just going to go for it. So I did. And what were some of the first things you wrote? Well, I started out as a poet, um, <laughs> which okay. is really ridiculous because, <laughs> you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to try my my hand at writing and, you know, (laughs) begin with poetry, it's ridiculous, but (laughs) I did, and and I was published a bunch as a poet, and then um, I started to write short stories, and um, from there, I just, uh, you know, went into longer form and started writing longer books. I love it. And, yeah, and so I've just sort of, you know, I've written in all different genres, not all different, but few different genres you have very uh, different yeah I
0: noticed there's uh, a middle middle grade series frankly franny Mm -hmm. tell me about that one
1: frankly franny yeah yeah. so that's um a nine book series for um for kids ages around uh five to ten or eleven and it's about a little girl named Franny, who is obsessed with office supplies and offices, <laughs> and every every book is her trying out a new career. And she it. has a resume and a briefcase, and she wears a tie. And, um, I so love it's, it. Um, yeah, so it's sort of a little bit of a, a you know, slightly feminist um, romp for little ones. I love that. Um,
0: do, you, yeah. do you put some of you in your writing in those kind of books?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Franny is almost entirely me and my niece uh, when she was young. Um, yeah, who was sort of obsessed with um, any sort of function of adulthood. So uh, when I, I broke my foot and when I, she was around, I don't know, nine, when I broke my foot, my niece, and she um, interviewed me <laughs> for, she her own, <laughs> for her own paper. Um, and uh, she the questions she asked me were, Where did you get your ace bandage? Where did you get your crutches? Do they still sell them? Can I get them? So So, cute. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that is really hilarious. So I I, I folded that into Franny.
0: I love it. Now your latest book, let's talk about that. How did that come about?
1: So I had um, been wanting to write a novel about how difficult it is to be a child in an adult world. Um, and I kept on writing versions of, uh, you know, a, a sort of a familiar story, familiar to me, mm-hmm. and without without um, really accepting that I was I was avoiding writing my actual story. And so the novels that I ended up writing and not publishing just didn't really feel authentic to me. And um, it took me four drafts of wow. four different novels to realize that. Um, that the only way to really tell the story I wanted to tell was to tell my story. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I did. And um, it was probably the hardest work I've ever undergone. It was really painful. Wow. Um, it was like four and a half years of, of torment. Oh. Um, yeah, it was awful. I mean, it was truly awful. But the, the payoff, um, the emotional payoff has been extraordinary. I was talking about this yesterday with Lisa Edelstein mm-hmm. that, um, that I, I told her, um, I can't really remember myself before this. I can't remember a time when I felt ashamed or embarrassed or, you know, mortified that I suffered from anything, like, you know, any emotionally based um, disorder. Mm-hmm. And that I can only, like, I'm so grateful for the torment that I put myself through because I feel sure. so free. Yes. I just feel so free. Yeah. And it's... It's,
0: it's and, amazing. And I'm
1: able, yeah, I'm able to just talk about it in a way that, um, that hopefully helps other people to talk about their pain. You know, that's sort of the goal.
0: You know, it's interesting. I'm listening to you, and um, the whole idea of this show, Get the Funk Out, came about because I lost a friend. And I was mm. so fascinated with... How do people go through personal, professional funks and get out, while others we get sucked into this vortex of depression, anxiety? We don't, we can't get out. Right. Like, what do we do to take care of ourselves? And a lot of times, I mean, I have found writing is so cathartic and so you yeah, and you need to kind of get that out there, and then it becomes healing more than anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do. I truly believe that everyone has um, a specific personal expression. Mm-hmm. And they just need to find it. it. It could be cooking. It could be, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know, painting cars, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> what yeah. yeah. um, and um, But everyone has it. And, yeah. I, and I do truly believe that we don't encourage one another to go and express our pain in whatever way works for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't do that for one another. And I, I think that's a real shame. And um, but I do think that it is slowly changing, you know, as we sort of overturn generations. Um, right. Things become a little easier, a little bit easier to talk yeah. about. It's, you,
0: know. you know, it's something that has made a comeback. Well, our color, coloring books, but now the spin is they're filled with expletives for adults. And <laughs> it, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like people want adults to play again. They, we forget how to be creative and play and
1: take yeah. the time away
0: from being busy you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, it's interesting. That's one, there are a couple of things about adulthood that I've, I've never understood. And I think it's because I just who and how I am or the way I was raised. mm -hmm. (laughs) I've never understood the um, disconnection from the childhood self, from the playful self, from the pained self. I, I've never disconnected Mm -hmm. from that kid that I was. And I think I've been trying to figure out why that is, that I haven't, but other people have, and I have found that when I talk to people who have, um, you know, real issues in their, emotional issues in their childhood, perhaps not so much trauma-based, but um, just real distress. Yes. They have a harder time disconnecting from that childhood self, because it's, that emotion is sort of painted onto your DNA. Yes. And it And it's always there. Um, so, you know, we bring that childhood self with us into adulthood, and part of that, the result of that, is that you also bring in, you know, the creative, eager, yes. you know, self. Yes. Um, so it's, it's really it's sad to me that so many adults disconnect in that way. I don't think that they have to. You know, I really don't. I think it's just, it's something that we teach adults how to do. And it's it's not healthy.
0: Yeah. I grew up uh, on East 86th Street. And, oh! Yeah. And I would spend a lot of time home alone, and I was constantly doing creative things. I mean, I did mm-hmm. something. I probably could have burned the apartment down with a candle, <laughs> and dripping wax in a water basin and connecting, making <laughs> designs. But I, I the, these creative things are things I yeah. would still like to do because they were part of my background, my backstory. But you don't do them anymore? Not enough, no. I showed, yeah. them, I showed one of my daughters the candle thing. She thought it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm always making things. It's constantly. But I also don't, I mean, well, I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So um, I think if I did have kids, I would probably be making a lot more things, just maybe not necessarily things I wanted to make. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the result of not having kids is uh, I can make a lot of things that I like mm-hmm. or I want. It's important. Um, yeah. It is. It's totally important. Yeah. You have to get that out. So
0: I want to mention our, uh, your event tonight. Could you yes. give some details on that if people want to attend?
1: Yes. Um, so it's at the last bookstore in downtown LA. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Spring Street, mm-hmm. but. It is. I'm, I looked at okay. the
0: address, yes.
1: Oh, phew. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'll be in conversation with the actress Lisa Edelstein, um, who is a dear friend of mine and I've known for years. And um, we're going to talk about um, my memoir, Little Panic, and about childhood anxiety and adulthood and parenting and um, things that, you know, parents inadvertently get wrong and... Um, it's ways that they could better help their children will probably laugh a lot um Good. and um yeah well, it's hard to it's hard for the two of us to get together and and be serious so oh, i love it i I had to tell her <laughs> I had to say yesterday all right we, well, at least we have to ask you have to ask me one serious question just one yes just just <laughs> because I think that's quite necessary but so I'm hoping for one serious question, but the rest um i think. It'll be fun and funny, and um, oh, good! And we'll have questions and a book signing, and, um, and then uh, we'll probably all go out after. Sounds so good. All right. Everyone should come, yeah. So I'm we, really glad you're coming.
0: Oh, I'm really excited to come to the event. It sounds great, and, and I'm glad you are available today to talk about your book, Little Panic. We've been speaking with Amanda Stern. All the info on her latest memoir is up on my show blog, org. Can you give out where people can find you?
1: Yes, um, well, on my website, amandastern.com, um, and if they want to get really creepy about it, I'm in Silver Lake right now. No, it's uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no creeping. Um, no well, creepy. So, yeah, amandastern.com. Okay,
0: and you're on Facebook, too, right?
1: Yes, okay. I'm on Facebook um, and Instagram and Twitter. I, I can't remember those handles. I think it's, like, at amandastern or at a little stern. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, but I'm pretty findable. Sounds good.
0: All right, well, thank you, and congrats on your book, and I'll see you later on. Oh, thank
1: you so much. All right, see you tonight. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: That was Amanda Stern calling on to talk about her latest memoir, Little Panic, and her info is right now on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, and she's written this uh, series of nine books, Frankly Franny, for Middle Grade Series, and a bunch of other things. And, again, she has her event tonight at the Last Bookstore in Los Angeles uh, with Lisa Edelstein. So uh, you can either go to that or you can just uh, visit her website. And that's a wrap for me. Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues. I'll be back next week. Have a great Monday, everybody. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.